1: Did you just
2: pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it.
3: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award winning podcast.
5: Hello everybody, we're scrubbing in and today I have a co-host because Tanya has flown to the islands with red star but I have another blonde blue-eyed bombshell joining me today my friend Whitney Carson Woo! Woo! Hi! oh my gosh I'm so happy to be on here with you I know I was just talking to Easton and Mark and saying I feel like you were on here you were on scrubbing in like the first kind of one of our first guests at the beginning yeah I, I don't totally know, have thought. you been back no I don't think so I think life is not a
6: little crazy, but I'm like, I'll take it. If this was, If this is what it takes to talk to you, I will do
5: it. Well, you know, I like keep up with your whole life on Instagram. So I feel like I know everything about you. I know.
6: Same here. Same here. It's so funny how we communicate
5: now through
6: Instagram. It's like if my family doesn't post on Instagram, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. What are you
5: doing? You need to be posting on Instagram. Same with my friends. But I feel like you've had, I mean, there's a lot been, you've had a lot going on in your life and I have a question when did you start dancing with the stars what year was that
6: um that was when I was 18 so almost 10 years ago so what are we in 2021 so yeah so 2011 oh hold on 2012 2012 okay
5: yeah because I remember when I remember watching you and you were just my favorite dancer. Like my mom would always be like, oh, she's so cute. Like she's just so easy to watch and we just loved you. And then, you know, like even it's weird because, you know, like when when you watch someone and you love someone and they're younger than you, you're like, okay, it's like you don't want to be weird about it. But then when I met you, I just... I just thought you were the greatest. I think you're the greatest ever. So I, it's funny. Like I was such a fan of you before I got to meet you and call you I, a friend. I didn't know that. I didn't know. And that yeah, I've never all. told you that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I was obsessed with you too on The Bachelor because of course I'm a Bachelor fan. So I was trying to when, how did we meet? Like uh, I'm trying to remember, was it through Chris Souls? So, or was it through, I think it was through Chris, because remember, you were on that season, obviously, but you had
5: a taping or something, but I wouldn't have come to a taping it because he was engaged to Whitney at the time. And so
6: I think you and Whitney, weren't you and Whitney friends though? And you, yeah,
5: um, yeah, but but who was who was the guy that who won that season oh gosh I mean I know that's probably just a blur for you but I don't even remember I don't remember at all because I'm trying to think I came to a taping because I had a crush on I'm like totally blanking on his name and I shouldn't because yeah one of the celebrities oh my gosh who oh was it James Maslow no, no, but I know James. Okay, isn't <laughs> um he is the amazing. He's like a model. He's deaf. He won oh, the season. Nile. Nile. Yes. And I had met him at a Dodger game, and he invited me to be one of his guests. But I don't know if that was Chris's season. Oh, okay. Hmm, I was so, funny. so like <laughs> I remember going, and I was sitting like in his section with like his friends and family and um yeah i was i just had the biggest crush on him and so he invited me but and then after that i only came because you invited me and i have a video of you trying to teach me how to do like a cha-cha or something i
6: know (laughs) oh i wish so bad that i need you to get on the show like i need to figure (laughs) out a way to get you on because it's like we've been trying to do that since like i've met you because i'm like you're so freaking cute and you totally can dance, by the way.
5: Okay, well let's let's not take it that far. I'm <laughs> I'm a generous a generous statement, and I really appreciate that. But we all know the truth. No, it's um, true. I I every friend that I've had that's gone on the show has said it was the um, hardest experience they've ever had. Like very rewarding, but probably the most challenging, the most physically taxing. So hard. And imagine
6: doing that every year for 10 years.
5: (laughs) No, I can't. Like I literally cannot grasp that.
6: (laughs) And what was crazy is they actually had it two times a year. So I was doing it in the spring and the fall and then tour summer and winter. So it was literally like around the clock. But I think for these celebrities, obviously, if you're not a dancer, it's way harder because you're learning something you've never learned. A, you're pushing your body to like, like over your limit 24 seven, not to mention like the mental stress that it puts on you as well. And it's just, it's a crazy, like 13 weeks. It's insane. That's why I've just, I've just kind of learned to like, this is going to sound bad not care as much about what the judges say oh yeah 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 because I feel like I was such a wreck like when I first started I was like oh my gosh I've got to be like the best and like that was literally my life it is my life obviously Mm -hmm. but I think like as like I started to get married and like you know especially after having a baby I've just kind of been like okay okay it's okay if the judges don't like a certain dance. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm, you know, I'm still confident in myself. I think I wrote a lot on my confidence on what they said. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've kind of learned to, like, not take it as seriously. But a lot of the, I mean, that's your life. So the celebrities are like, okay, I'm doing this full on, which is great, but it definitely can be taxing mentally, and physically, for sure.
5: Well, and I feel like, I mean, I... I feel like every season I've watched with you, you've been with someone who at least had potential to, that you could make them look good. You know, like you've always been able to, is that not true? What I'm thinking of, when I think of like the Rolodex of people you've been with, I feel like, I feel like the producers want you on the show because people watch, there's a few of you who like people specifically watch no matter who your partner is. And so they're not dumb. They're going to put you with someone who has the potential to get, decently far
6: yeah no it's true like I've I've been blessed with amazing partners like genuinely like if they if say they don't have any dance experience at all like say Frankie Muniz he you know he had nothing and it was like disastrous when I told him to freestyle I was like stop stop oh my gosh this is so bad But, and he knows that I'll tell him that like every day. I'm like, you, he needed like destruction. But what was nice if like, if like they didn't really have natural talent, they made up for it in personality and Uh we just had a blast. I mean, so it was like, if I didn't have somebody who was amazing, at least like their personality was great. So like, I felt like really blessed in that way. Um, and then Alfonso, it's just like, he was an amazing dancer and he was so funny and so personable. So that one I hit
5: the jackpot, the jackpot with. So I've gotten one, one really lucky one. Who Like, have you ever had someone, cause you spend so much time together. Like, have you ever had someone where you met them and within like a week you're like, oh no, this is going to be a long few weeks or have you been pretty much like okay they're oh, oh yeah, yeah? <laughs> oh yeah I
6: mean okay I've had I've had over let's see I've had f- maybe 15 partners or maybe a little less 15 partners and I've had a few rogue few rogue ones where I'm like dude we need to be eliminated now like <laughs> I'm sabotaging
5: this <laughs> Got to sabotage. It's the only <laughs> option.
6: No, I mean it. I feel bad saying that, but you do. I mean, it's like they're just some celebrities. Like they just are. Like they either started when they were really young and they just don't have a grip on reality. Like mm-hmm. which, which is, I know, like generally speaking, but I just felt like for me, like a few of them, I was like, okay, we need to. Get you grounded a little bit, back to back to reality here. (laughs) But also nice, also nice, and so grateful for obviously every partner. But yes, definitely, there's been some rogue ones, some
5: divas, some divas. Yep, Mm -hmm. I like that. And I don't want to name names, but no, no, no. We we're not here to start drama. But it's I'm I think if I would be in the same position as you, like if I were taking on the task of putting in my time and my energy and yeah. and I was with someone who was yeah no yeah and
6: I'm I'm yeah, sure but I definitely feel like you can find you just when you have a partner like that and every pro knows this you just have to celebrate in the small successes it's like you just have to try and find like, good things about what you're doing, right? So, like, whether it's, mm-hmm. like, he's got great humor or you're just trying to find some good stuff that people can see and people can vote for. Because at the end of the day, everyone, everyone wants to do a good job. And yeah. we all need to, yeah, so we all need to, you know, just kind of figure out what positive things we can just accentuate. And I think that's, like, the biggest part of our jobs, right, is, like, hiding kind of, like, what they're bad at and, like, <laughs> <laughs> accentuate what they're, what they're good at, you know? So, if they're, like, good at, I don't know, hilarious, like, being so funny. Like, do you remember Chris Kattan at all? Yeah. Okay, so, he was my partner, and we actually were eliminated the first week. That is the, obviously, the earliest I've ever been eliminated. I Yeah. I, so... <laughs> So it was like he was he had a really bad back so he actually broke his back on saturday night live um which was really kind of a weird story he was about to like bring out a book so i'm not going to tell a story in case he's actually writing a book about it (laughs) Because then I would just be like, it
5: just everywhere. Spoiler and like, alert! I'm
6: still <laughs> his whole life, so I don't really want to do that. But um so he just was like, he was telling me that he broke his back on SNL, and he has like so many not like um like bolts, and he's got like two metal rods down his spine. Like I mean, he was really injured. So we. <laughs> But the the thing about him was he was funny. So I did just like, I accentuated just like his humor. You have got to look it up, Becca. Like you've got to look it up on YouTube. Like it will just, literally we watched it on tour, on my tour bus every single night just to to, like laugh (laughs) because it was just, he was so good at the humor stuff, but he couldn't, I mean, he couldn't dance, bless his soul. He could not dance. (laughs) So he got one dance and
5: like one and done.
6: (laughs) No, actually we did two because what happens is the first week no one's eliminated, right? And then, Oh yeah. And then they vote and then the second one you dance and then at the end of the night you're gone.
5: He got two. He got (laughs) super.
6: And we did the, the first one was this guy, you know, a night at the Roxbury with Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 So I did this for about four counts of eight, just, (laughs) So I'm like, this is what we're gonna
5: do, guys. Since you
6: can't yeah, really move, I know you can.
0: you're
5: like, um, excuse me, y'all. Pair me with someone who can't I just think
6: that they they thought that he was gonna be better than what he was, yeah. which he knows. I'm like, Chris, you know, honey, like. You, your back was bad. It was bad. You did the best that you yeah. possibly could. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: just laughing. Like, I'm imagining injuring myself like that and then being put into a situation where
4: it I'm was like bad.
5: literally pushing my body to its limits
6: that's why he said poor guy and I'm like you can't take much more oh I think I think he he knew it too he knew it he was like I just I can't keep up and it was it was hard because he was in pain too and I'm like you're in pain and this is just your limit of what you can do you know so you just have to work with it and we were well, I'm glad it. he
5: had you because, like, honestly, you probably were <laughs> able to do the best that he could push his body to, and I'm Genuinely, sure he had a wonderful like, experience. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was
6: the best we could possibly do—the best.
5: So I can't you wait mean, to watch it.
6: <laughs> oh, you'll love it. It's it's Heya by Outcast, <laughs> and it's the best. And he, I had him at this one part. <laughs> There was um some lyrics and so I had him like like do this like sing the lyrics and it's it's the best. Like we just we had such a fun time just laughing our heads off. Oh
5: wow well, I am like dying over here. <laughs> I'm just imagining it.
0: Can I rant for a sec? Please.
5: It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood.
0: My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my hero. Yeah. shiro, for my sure. She-ro. That's
5: amazing.
0: At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
5: Okay, switching gears. First of all, Eliza, I mean, congratulations to you. It's like... You got through COVID and you had a baby during COVID (laughs) and he's literally the cutest little, I just want to reach through the screen and squeeze him.
6: Oh, he is a freaking chunk dude. Like his roles. (laughs) I'm like, I swear I'm not overfeeding you. Like I'm feeding you (laughs) the right amount, dude. And you are just like chunking. He is so freaking fun though. Like his personality is starting to come out and he's like I think he had a little bit of colic at the beginning so oh yeah yeah I'm like you have do you have nieces and nephews I have four nephews yeah so you you probably know just from them talking about it but it's just I don't know if it was a stomach or like what Mm -hmm. it was but he just like wasn't like sleeping great he kind of was a little bit crankier Um, so now I feel like he's like, really, his personality is coming out and he's like, now that he's eating like solid foods. So it has been like, he's been way better, but yeah, that was, that was a crazy time. I can't believe it's already been almost six months since I had him. Like, I feel like I just
5: was in the hospital. Isn't that so crazy? It's crazy. And so wait, so what, when's his birthday? Uh, January 3rd. Okay, so that was kind of, I mean, COVID was still pretty, I mean, it was pretty, everything was pretty strict, right? When you had him?
6: When I, well, actually, so I'll backtrack a little bit. When I got pregnant, it was, that's when everything started, like, so bad. Like, everyone was, like, quarantined, and, like, it was, like, a full-on emergency. So, like, right when I found out I was pregnant. So, it was also, like, I was really, really excited, obviously. But I also was so scared. Like, I did not know what yeah. meant for, like, a pregnant woman to get COVID. Like, I was, like – so was, I was pregnant. I was hormonal. I was, like – my body was changing so much. And at the same time, like, we were going through this global pandemic. And so I just feel like my whole pregnancy, I was just so stressed. Like, every mm-hmm. little thing. Like, any sort of cramp or, like, weird thing, like, I would just freak out. And I would, like – Text the doctor. I have the doctor. Like I'm texting him. Totally yeah. use the VIP card. Like I'm on Dancing in the Stars. <laughs> you need to text. Me. <laughs> totally use that. Which I don't ever use that. But I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. I need your number. <laughs> and you need to be on call. <laughs> it was so. Funny. <laughs> but he was great. He was great. He assured me that was all normal stuff. But yeah, it was yeah. yeah. It was so stressful. And then when I had him in January. Um, I actually had COVID, which you you had, like you went into labor with COVID. Yep. Mm -hmm. What? So it wasn't that great timing. I'm like, so I'm so
5: lucky. I don't know how that happened to me. (laughs) I'm like, of course. Were you sick? Like, were you feeling sick? Or was it like one of those things where you didn't really have symptoms? I didn't really have symptoms. So before you Mm. go to the hospital, um,
6: like on your like last checkup at like 37 weeks, they actually test you for COVID. I don't know how the other hospitals were, but like this hospital in Utah did that just routine. Mm -hmm. And so when they checked me, I had COVID. And I was like, what? Like, I literally just have a sniffle and like, kind of achy, but I just like, I was like 30
5: seven weeks yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm about to pop I'm just so I'm achy yeah. everywhere <laughs>
6: yeah yeah so I'm just miserable everywhere so I just thought it was that and then when they told me I had COVID I was like what so anyway so we ended up giving it to my entire family and it just went through like each one because you know how the incubation period I think is like two weeks yeah So yeah. like people can get it all the way up to two weeks so it was like my mom got it, and then my dad got it, and then my sister, and then my brother. Like, everyone got it at different times. So nobody could see the baby for, like, like four weeks after he was born. It was so oh. hard. It was so hard. The labor was really hard because I had – Did you, I don't know if you ever had COVID, but I, – I didn't, no. I just feel like you're – your lungs are like never the same like i felt like i couldn't breathe so i had like an oxygen thing on the whole time in labor like while i was pushing i was like throwing up it was just like oh my god <laughs> it was kind of kind of crazy and traumatic and amazing at the same time but also yeah. just like i just don't know i mean and we were scared too that the baby would get covid as well cuz we didn't know how contagious like it would be to babies right. um but it was like they were like you can leave him here for two weeks and I was like heck no I'm not doing yeah, that you're so like absolutely he not a baby <laughs> so I guess I will just deal with it if he gets COVID he gets COVID but he didn't end up getting sick so that was a big blessing too um but we were just it was just me and Carson and Carson ended up um getting COVID too so we both had COVID <laughs> oh and we both had
5: at home. With no help, because everyone couldn't see up. With no help, my aunt who
6: had already had COVID, luckily was able to come and like like help us a little bit. So we had my aunt. That was it. But it was we were just grateful that we had any help at all. But it just was it was crazy. But it was my the hormones are nuts. Like I can't explain the hormones. Like pregnant women who are listening to this, you guys will know. Like people who have had babies. Like, the hormones are crazy. Like, after that tra- like traumatic experience, I was, like, jealous of my friends having labor. Like, having a baby. Like, I was jealous of that. Like, I wanted to so Like, a, a no. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. Something happens to you mentally, and you just forget all the bad stuff, and you only remember the good
5: stuff. Like, it's, it was crazy. Poor
6: Carson.
5: Did you- <laughs> poor poor guy. Like, We're not doing that again anytime soon (laughs) Whitney no so what happened is I actually ended up having an emergency c-section
6: and um yeah so I pushed for two and a half hours then (laughs) his heart rate started going super high so that I did an emergency c-section which I was just like devastated obviously but also so relieved like Carson's face Mm -hmm. was just like please do it oh my gosh please do the c-section we were just exhausted so anyway, we do the C section. The doctor is like, Carson, like, come, come look at the baby coming out. You're gonna want to see this. So Carson's like, he's an anxious mess already, like, without the medical stuff. So <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> like, we just, we just started talking about the C section. Like, it's taken him this long to to talk oh, about it.
5: Poor thing. <laughs> I know
6: It's and you know him he's like the sweetest like the sweetest, sweetest guy. ever so and, and so I felt so bad he's like please don't make me do that again I'm like you're gonna have to so we're gonna need to <laughs> we're gonna need to do something for you bud because we're gonna have more children yeah
5: so funny like send your mom send your yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I Um, mean, well, I can't imagine. I've always thought that for, you know, Mark, uh, our producer, he has two kids. And I've always thought for the husband, you're first of all watching the love of your life in this kind of, you know, scary position, like, you know, what can happen. And and then you're watching this baby that you've created and you're like fearing, you know, have all those thoughts, too. So I've always... Felt for the husbands because I, I know, like, as women, our bodies are just going through yeah. it, and we're like, and "You're just, just doing it." Yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, so I did feel so. I did feel so bad for him. I was like, "Yeah, I'd rather be in this position than your position." Like, okay, that yeah. sucks, especially just watching your whole world. Just like, is everything okay? Like, and just not really knowing, you know. And you just kind of have to, yeah. Just hope that it's fine. But um does this make you
5: want to have a baby now, Beck? I, I already, like, I think just like the things I hear, and I don't know, maybe your pregnancy from Instagram seemed like it was, you know, norm- pretty pleasant for the most part. But some people I know have, they're like nauseous the whole nine months. They're like, have no energy. And I just sit there and think, can I do that? I don't
4: know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you can, you totally can. That's the
6: thing It's like, when you're ready. Like when it happens, you're, you'll be ready. You know, like, yeah, before, I just like, before I got pregnant, all my sister-in-law's cause all my sister-in-law's have babies and they just were going through their birth experiences. And I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. None <laughs> of it. I don't want any of it. And then when it happens, you're, you just do it and you're fine. Nately women are amazing. And right. Like we are because we have to do that crazy stuff
5: and it's just what happens <laughs> it's amazing was there anything like during your pregnancy or after you had him where you were like I had no idea to prepare for this and no one told me or did you feel pretty like prepared even though it still felt new oh, and- yeah
6: oh no 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 you never <laughs> are prepared for a baby ever like <laughs> Even all the reading and all the studying and like, cause you got nine months, right? So you're like nine months. I'm going to prep myself for this new life. Like you are just, you're feeling like you're so prepared, right? So you've got like your breastfeeding stuff. You got the nursery done and you know, you like kind of know what to do. Like, you know, changing a diaper whatever, or you know what to do when he's crying. And then when they're here, it all just goes to crap like you don't know anything. You're like, I thought I was going to be good and I'm actually the worst. (laughs) Like, that's how I totally felt. That's how I felt because you're constantly like trying to figure it out. Like, it's so weird. Like no amount of preparation can help you. I mean, obviously the basic stuff, but I just feel like you just kind of have to go with it. Like with anything in life, really, you just you can never feel prepared and especially with a baby. And then you're like, on top of that, you're so tired, like (laughs) no sleep. So you're just delirious and there's a baby screaming and it's just a lot. It's also, it's, it's harder than I thought,
5: but it's also Mm -hmm. more amazing than I thought. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. So it like balance, like it's harder yet. It's even like, you couldn't, you couldn't grasp how hard it is, but you also couldn't grasp how amazing and overwhelming it is. Exactly. You really can't. It's the weirdest thing. Like, like with Phoebe, I'm sure you get a little bit of that, a little bit of the love that I'm talking about. And then as soon as you Thank have. Thank you it, for uh, acknowledging my dog, mom, I my love, motherhood. I live, I live for <laughs> Phoebe, dude.
6: I'm so into that. I love that she had, like, is she okay on the bed now? Because what happened with her?
5: What? uh, Like,
6: she was falling off the bed?
5: Or no? (laughs) No, but what did I
6: post? You get, like, the
5: little Oh, the stairs. Because my bed's high. And she, I don't have, um, in my old place, I had carpet. But I just moved. And so my, I have hardwood floors. And so she she doesn't feel comfortable jumping off. So, like, if she needs to get down and, like. I don't know. Sometimes she just likes to wander around in the middle of the night, but she'll just sit there on the edge or she'll cry for me to lift her up. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I bought these ugly stairs, but they've really saved me. You literally do it like Roxy, my dog.
6: Before we had Leo, I was like, you are literally my child. Like I am obsessed with you. And then as soon as I got Leo and brought him home, I was like, I don't like you anymore. (laughs)
4: What?
5: <laughs> Whitney, no, that's like my biggest fear because I, I know I can't do that to Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Phoebe is sweet. She is a sweetie. She's gonna be fine. But that it really does happen. Like your dogs you still love, obviously, but like nothing compares to the love of a child. It's like it it's just so different that like when you get home and you look at your dog, you're like, you're annoying me. And need you to leave Whitney
5: <laughs> this is illegal. what you're saying is illegal.
6: <laughs> but it's so much better now, obviously because I'm like, oh she oh she was my buddy like when I was pregnant it they know like it's a so weird oh yeah they like I'm I've heard that when you're on your like the time of the month like they just like this is a weird story that happened actually with Roxy so she um she's pretty smart what what breed is Phebe? She's a Pomeranian. Okay. So Roxy is like a poodle Bichon mix. And so anyway, so she was, so I didn't even know I was pregnant. Okay. It was the day before I took the test and she was like sniffing my boob, like out of control, like sniffing, like sniffing everywhere. It was bizarre. I'm like, what are you doing? This is so weird. I don't know why she's doing this. And then I took the test the next day and I was pregnant. I'm like, she could totally smell, like smell something. I don't know if it's like, it was the hormones or just like, so anyway, she was like, she was my buddy, like all pregnancy. She would just curl up on my belly and she was like, Aww. she was my little buddy. And then you just threw her to the side when you got home? Then <laughs> I was like, you're sleeping outside. You must no, I was, wait, no. I did not. <laughs> that <laughs> I did not do that I did not do that I loved her to death and she was I'm just trying to explain to you the difference of like adult. yeah yeah yeah.
5: like all of a sudden all your a world sudden, shifts
6: yeah exactly yeah. But obviously I'm like she's our baby number one like number one she's our baby but it just was funny like how our kind of perspectives like changed after he was here
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I I don't really even think you can grasp it. The closest thing I've really experienced, you know, aside from Phoebe, is I lived with my sister when my first two nephews were born. So my oldest nephew, oh. I was with him till he was three. And I was basically like a third parent because my brother-in-law oh. played football. And so he would travel. So it was just, you know, me and my sister. And so I did experience that like anything. that, I mean, but. Yeah, to an extent, I think I don't know that you can compare it to being a mom, you know, being a parent. But as an aunt, I do. I got yeah, a glimpse you, of it. You totally got a glimpse of it for sure. So were you there when he was born too? Like do you I was you in see the him? room. Yeah, so I was in the room yeah. and I I like it was amazing, you know. If anything, I was just like this is this is what they reference when they're talking about miracle of life because yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. But then they went to you know like stitch stitch her back up and they went to give her like a shot I guess and I literally had to sit down I thought I was gonna faint oh. for some reason the the child coming out didn't make me feel that way but seeing a needle go down there I was like uh uh-uh. oh see? oh ow like well I mean after you have a baby
6: literally like nothing hurts honestly she probably didn't even know what was happening she's probably like oh
5: well yep.
4: That's it's funny. Normal. You
5: said that about like she loved being in the hospital and giving the labor part of it. She loved it. She was like, yeah, she got yeah. an epidural. She was just posted up. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs>
6: the epidural is the best, but I was so scared of that needle. I was so scared. Have
5: you seen an epidural at all? I, that would, I. If I ever am in the position where I'm going to need or choose to have an epidural, I will not be able to see one beforehand because the thought of a needle going back there. Do not look it up. Don't look it up. Because that, no, 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 I won't tell you because I
6: need you to get one because you need one. You have to call me as soon as you're pregnant. I don't know how far away you are from that, but... I feel far, but I will
5: call you. I mean, okay. it's just like, mm. you know, that, that, uh, d- okay. When you got your dog, when I got Phoebe, I brought her home. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment, like a weekend, where I was like, I'm going to have her for a long time. Like, this is going to be my life. Like, I'm responsible for taking care yeah. of her for the rest of her life, yeah. however long that may be. Yeah. And I got a little overwhelmed by that feeling of like, this is, I'm hers and she's mine. <laughs> and, totally. and then I think about a child and like they just, even once they're 18 and they're out of the house, whatever, oh. they're still on your mind forever. I definitely, I definitely
6: felt that like you can never go back, is the thing. <laughs> can never go back from having a child. You can't reverse it. I felt that way. When When I got pregnant, I was like, oh my gosh, it's in me. Like it's not going anywhere. Like I have to wait nine months for this thing to grow. Like it's the it's the most crazy, most beautiful experience. But yeah, you definitely that hits you like a ton of bricks, and you're like, I can't go back. I will have kids forever now, forever. (laughs) So that's why it was good. Like Carson, (laughs) Carson and I waited. For five years after yeah. we got married. And I feel like that was, like, that was, like, a perfect amount of time. Like, we started at, like, the end of the five years. We were, like, hmm, okay, what's next? Like, we kind of, like, sat there, like, okay, what's next now? Mm-hmm. I, think kids, I think kids are next. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. we felt, like, super ready. So that when we did have Leo, it was, like, this is definitely, like, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, we did are traveling we did like mm-hmm. L- we lived in LA for like three years we like you know went on my career like full force like he's almost done with school so it was like a really it was a good time for us so for sure right take your time <laughs> is where I'm getting at I cannot believe it's been five years until I got married I know it's really crazy because I met you before we got
5: married yeah or before we even got engaged actually. I um, met you I met you when y'all were I think he was on a mission or so he was gone. Like y'all weren't together technically, I guess.
6: No, yeah. No, he was in Romania.
5: Yeah, for two years. But we still kind of wrote
6: like here and there. Um, but we definitely weren't together. And then he came home right after right during Chris Soul season, actually. And y'all, we all were together since then? And then after he came home from crystals, then we were together. And then he proposed that year in October. So we
5: were. Yeah, he was, chop, chop. He was ready. <laughs> yeah, he was ready to yeah. put a ring on like, it.
6: <laughs> and I was so ready, too. I was like, oh, I like compared to like the people that I dated in L.A., I was like, never leave me like you I'm like seriously I need you to marry me right now
4: he is honestly
5: he's one of the greatest guys like I will never forget when we came to watch you on dancing the stars like you invited it was like me Allie and a few other girls and he came and got us in his truck to make sure like we weren't like came to get us so that we weren't just like wandering around and he is just the sweetest and he's Like so personable and funny and he can dance. That video you posted the other day of him dancing. I'm shocked that he
6: did that. I
5: am shocked. Anytime, anytime
6: I film him on Instagram, he's like, please don't film me. I don't want to be filmed. (laughs) I'm like, wow, okay. I guess I won't film you. But I got him. I got him. I was like, if I'm gonna get you a dirt bike for your birthday only if you do this with me like you need to do this and it took him a few minutes he's the type of personality though like if he's given a challenge and he starts it he has to finish it like it has to be the best so I knew if I just like got him in just a little bit if I just like started teaching him he would he wouldn't like be able to stop until he got it
5: well I mean beyond him just like learning the dance I was shocked at the rhythm because he's tall he's like really tall and yeah I just was not prepared and I Ali I sent it to Ali and I was like what can they not do like this couple is just like what are they not good at So funny oh my gosh he he
6: was a good sport about it for sure but I think he secretly likes it like I think he secretly like gets a rush and he's like oh yeah that was that was pretty fun yeah that was fun I'm like you loved it you loved it just admit it oh my god
5: <laughs> i would love to watch like all the dancing with the star pros if they have girlfriends or spouses or whatever dance a season with their people spouse. always
6: guess that they're always like why don't you go dancing with the spouse like why don't you do that and i think just i think you know our fans fans or like other people who know us would be interested i just don't know if like everybody would love i would watch that i think
5: like i, would I knew- love
6: that yeah yeah i think it would be really fun and cute and different um and just to like see the relationship too of like if they like fight more if they like grow closer together or like it would be Probably interesting to
5: see that-, <laughs> that dynamic for sure <laughs> Are you going back? When? What's your plan with Dancing with the Stars? As
6: of right now, I'm planning on it. So I don't know. I mean, we'll know more probably next month, probably the end of next month. Um, But as of right now, I haven't really heard anything. They're kind of like in hiatus, like trying to gather all the celebrities and stuff. So um, we'll see. But that's the plan for me. If they don't, then I'll have to figure something else out because... I don't know if you knew that I did the game show with Alfonso did you know that oh yeah yeah so I did that in Vegas not last year but the year before and then with COVID we couldn't film and so it was on you know game show network so like nobody watched it (laughs) so it totally (laughs) got cancelled
5: Oh, so, you know, well, uh, you know, it's hard with like now how they do TV and how they're doing shows, which is all like streaming on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. It's like hard to, yes. I mean, you have like the consistent shows that are on like primetime, like Dancing with the Stars, The Bachelor, yeah. and all those. But like, I think it's really... I would find it very intimidating and challenging to start a pilot show right now. That's a oh, weekly sure. release. Yeah. That's
6: only on cable too. It's like you can't really find the game show network on Hulu or Netflix or any of those. Like it's really just like for the people who sit down and watch TV like at night. So yeah. especially cause we didn't have new episodes coming out, you know, they, it just, we didn't get enough views, but that was really fun. So I'm like, I'll just have to figure something else out. Maybe I'll have to come over there and
5: do scrubbing and everyone. Yeah, we'll be our, just like our celebrity consistent co host. Yeah, I'll be your celebrity co host every one week <laughs> and I'll just move out for that. Yeah, we'll we'll do uh dance classes, it'll be great. <laughs> um oh So you and how old is Lindsay's little girl? You and Lindsay, Lindsay from Dancing with the Star, she had her baby. Yeah, she had her baby in November and Leo
6: was born in January. So they're about a few months apart. They're actually- Are you gonna have an arranged marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I think that would be really fun, but who knows? Everyone's like, are they going to be dance partners? Are they going to be girlfriend and boyfriend? I'm like, I don't know, you guys. So, they're like it's hard to say. say. It's hard to say right now. It's hard, it's to, hard say. to say. <laughs> it's hard to really say. I'm like, I guess they should just choose for themselves. Is what, what everyone's
5: telling me to do. That's that's a good answer, honestly. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood.
0: My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could I mean she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my Shiro. Yeah. Shiro for my sure. She-ro. That's amazing.
5: At eBay, you can
0: trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime.
2: Do you love witty sarcasm and talking fast and are you longing to return to Stars Hollow for one more trip to Kim's Antiques or just to pick up a few things at Dozy's Market? Is an overnight stay at the Dragonfly on your list of plans for a getaway? Is a burger from Luke's Diner on the menu for tonight? This is Scott Patterson. I was Luke Danes for 153 episodes and in four Netflix movies. I am all in an iHeartRadio podcast. Come hang with us. We're re-watching together. We're visiting With all our favorite cast and crew members. We talk fast. We've got a lot to say. Listen to I Am All In wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: So. In our show, we normally do emails where people will write in and ask for advice. So I I felt like it'd be fun for you to um, join me. I mean, Tanya and I, we always kind of differ in the advice that we give because we have very different personalities. So I'm curious to see, but Mark's going to read. Are you guys that different? Mark, I would say we are. Yes.
2: Most of our (laughs) listeners divide themselves into groups i'm a tanya i'm a becca because they're pretty different personalities oh,
5: oh yeah amazing. we're pretty different <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that uh, like our advice though i don't know that either of us give great advice it's yeah. always very different that is so funny i know and, that you're the health that you're not the healthy one and she's the healthy one oh well, yeah that's definitely the yeah. case
2: <laughs> and by the way when my first daughter was born that was the day they decided to have the doctor training the younger doctor on how to administer an epidural
6: oh, no. oh that's and my worst nightmare
2: she missed because she felt all of it uh and they had to come back and do it again because they did it wrong the first time it was a, it was bad no, it was not no, good. that
5: makes me that literally makes me feel like i want to
2: yeah, like. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to say where it was, but it rhymes with Schmeiser schmermanente. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> this is an anonymous email. I need some advice about a tricky situation. My childhood best friend is absolutely beautiful, but very self conscious about her body. When she posts pictures on social media, she heavily facetunes and photoshops her face and body. It's bad enough that she's completely unrecognizable and barely looks human. Mutual friends talk about it behind her back and poke fun at the photos. We are close enough where I feel like I can talk to her about anything. But is there a way I can gently say something about the over-editing to her? Or should I just leave it alone and allow her to do something that makes her feel more confident? I hate that people are seeing the photos and making fun of them. Especially since she could post a beautiful, natural photo of herself and people would only have positive things to say. Help.
5: Oh. This is tricky because I think we all deal with body uh, and just like physical insecurities of how we look and i think we're just totally inundated with unrealistic expectations of how we're supposed to look and uh how our bodies are supposed to look and we're not supposed to have any texture on our body or our face or you know it's like it's just not realistic and i don't know if you i mean i've definitely had times in my life where i've i was looking at photos uh from like 2017 ish and I had really I'd gone through like a really bad acne situation I blurred my face so much that I looked like a mannequin I'm like why did I even think that that was better than just me looking like myself yeah. you know like we do things that make us feel good even though it's not real so Whitney what do you think yeah you definitely start to
6: conform to society, like especially Instagram. It's like everybody feels like they have to put on this perfect display of their life or their body. And it's so unhealthy. And I feel like I just started to realize that honestly, like this year, like after like having a baby and my body going through all these changes. So I that's a hard situation because you don't want to like downplay like her confidence but you also I think you can say it in a way of like hey you are so beautiful without any of those filters you don't need any of that and I feel like it makes you more relatable like people can actually look at you and be like oh you know what she does have acne on her face or she does have a little bit of curves and that's totally fine that's totally normal and you don't need to feel like you know, you have to put on a show, I feel like I would just go about it. in if you're as close to her as she's saying she is, I feel like I would go about it in a way of like, you don't need that stuff. Like just get rid of that stuff and show everybody like who you are. And you're beautiful. Like I would just do it maybe that way of like encouraging instead of like,
5: you know, I don't know. That's how probably I would say it. I know it's so tricky. I think the best thing that you can do as a friend is to really be someone who Reminds her of how beautiful she is and like the the features that make her beautiful and like the things that she doesn't need to change to post. And I think it's easier said than done because those conversations, (laughs) no matter how close you are to someone there, you never want to make someone like you never want to add to the insecurity or like.
6: Yeah, exactly. Feed the insecurity. She really needs that for her confidence. Like maybe she really needs that attention for her confidence. So you don't really want to like go too deep, but you also want to, yeah, that one's tricky. That one's really tricky. Even like my mom, I feel like, I feel like she puts so many filters on and I'll just be like, mom, you do not need a filter. Like your face is so pretty. You do not need that. Kind of like I would approach it like that way.
5: Well, I even saw you were posting something the other day about, uh, like the Instagram story filters and how you were like, I, I feel like I have gotten used to just like depending on these, which yeah. I do too. Like I have discoloration, like melasma and hyperpigmentation. And so I, I normally, I try to avoid any filters that change my like facial feature shapes. Yeah, yeah. but like if it like smooths my skin or makes me look tanner or whatever, but then I see my face without it and I'm like, uh and I'm like, why am I like, why do we do this? Why are we in this I weird don't. place with social media where we're dictating how we look based off of this fake? What it, what do you call it? Filter art? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It just it's a, just a way that like we've all kind of conformed to and it's like it's actually like really sad. Like it was bugging me that I felt like I couldn't just look at my face like regularly on a camera. Like I'm like that actually like doesn't make me feel good that I can't like just look at myself without a filter like that is just so bizarre like when you think about it but
5: well it's art. weird for me because we always like I always talk about my uh like jawline right here because yeah. I don't like my profile and so Allie funny. is the same and we'll be like we need Whitney's jawline that's what Stop we need it. oh my <laughs>
6: gosh you know but I that- but- actually called me crimson chin in high school do you know that character? No, I don't know what that is. It's just a—it's a cartoon character where his chin is just like huge. It's massive, and like people would call me that in high school. So like at one point, I was totally
5: insecure about my chin. Okay, see this—this this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is the craziest thing I know. because, literally, it's, like, it's sad how often we reference your jaw, but we do. <laughs> really like, we need the Whitney jaw, but um, it's just it. It's weird because there is this certain, I, I actually did a podcast the other day where I was talking to these girls and we were talking about how there's some comfort in knowing that every single person, like even the people that you think are perfect, yeah, still struggle with how exactly. they look or body image or whatever. So yeah. I'm curious, Mark, if, if your daughter was in a position where she was posting photos and they didn't even look like herself, would you address it? Yeah, Or how I would. would you address I, it?
2: I would. But also, I, I don't know. I don't know that that dad is going to have much of a an impact there. I think coming from her friend, like in this email, I think that would help a little bit more. But I think those issues run deep. I don't think a little positive reinforcement is going to help, but maybe a little bit over time, gradually, ah, will, sure. will help if you just keep building her up over time. And I'm wondering if there's like an occasion... Is there like a no filter day or something? And like you can kind of build towards that and on that day or maybe on her birthday or something like, oh, you should totally do a no filter post today because it would be so great. And then when all the positive feedback comes in, it might help in the long term. That Having said all that, I have touch up my appearance on the Zoom hit all the way up right now. So maybe I'm not the best one to ask.
6: How do you do that? Yeah, how can you do
2: that? <laughs> it's in settings. It's <laughs> Okay,
6: here we go. All right, now, I'll be working think, on that actually this conversation. conversation. Uh, as we're talking about no filter, we're like, uh, we have the highest filter, please? No, I just and I feel like that's what's so important for like you and I, Becca, and like people like who have a platform like to like influence younger people, because I just feel like they are just so warped. Like my sister's 17. And mm-hmm. it's just like she literally had to delete Instagram because she felt so bad about herself. And I was like, that should not be happening. Like that should like Mm-mm. Instagram should be a place where we can look at beautiful photos, connect with people, inspire people, you know, give them amazing stuff to be inspired by every
5: day. Like it shouldn't be a place where we feel like we have to delete it. And so I just was, I mean, I've, it's crazy to think that as someone who's 17 feels that way, because I've dealt with that of being like, noticing that every time I got on Instagram I was just it made me feel worse you know and I I went through a phase in that like especially kind of earlier on like fresh off The Bachelor and yeah um, where I had to delete it but you know I was in my mid late 20s and I can't I'm so I'm honestly so grateful that in my high school time and like those years that I never even thought. Tw- I posted every single photo I took on my digital camera. It went up on Facebook. No edits, no touch <laughs> Totally. Just, I,
6: I totally yeah. remember that too. And they just have it so much harder, I feel like, with this, like. This younger generation have it so much harder because I felt that same way too. I felt like I had just, okay, I need to get off Instagram. Like I'm just comparing myself to all these girls and just mm-hmm. going down like a dark And I'm just like we need to figure out a way where we can not make people feel that way. It's just kind of, it's just hard to do. So we'll just have to maybe over time, figure it out.
5: I know. And I do think it starts with like people having the platform and, and posting photos where they're not contorting their bodies or their, you know, faces, whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is this younger generation and them. And I will say, I do notice like, a lot of the girls that are popular on tiktok there they don't really do a lot of edits or anything to their photos and like won't use a ton of filters up some of the ones that i follow yeah so i'm hoping that they kind of bring back the beauty of being natural and being like confident in yourself and your body and because our generation kind of it was like you need to be stick thin and be able to wear low-rise jeans and you know Mm -hmm. Mm this unattainable standard yeah so I don't know I like literally don't know what advice I would say except to build them up and constantly remind her of how beautiful she is and how the things that you love about her and and maybe even talk about this type of conversation to her and not even make it directly at her and just talk about like how there's so much pressure to look a certain way and how you even feel that and then you know maybe it'll resonate with her I don't know. It's a tough yeah. one. I don't yeah. really. Sorry, wait, we brought you in on a tough question. <laughs> yeah, no, that is tough. And it's also a really
6: sensitive subject too. Like you don't want to. I I think maybe my personality, because I'm pretty blunt, if if I were close enough, like if it were my sister, I'd be like, get rid of those filters. That mm-hmm. That is not good. Like I would almost just be like, no, that's not cool. You're showing people that this is an unrealistic standard, and mm-hmm. you you know what I mean. Like I maybe would be a little bit more blunt, just because I know her personality and I know that she wouldn't really be offended by that. She would be like, okay, yeah, I probably should. Thanks for saying. Thanks for telling me. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a hard one though. Just over time, I, build her confidence.
5: I it's funny because you are so sweet, but I do think of you as someone who just like says it like it is too. Like I was thinking Apparently. today, I was getting my nails done and I was like, she could literally chop off my finger and I'd be like, Thank you, it looks great. You know, like I am <laughs> like the worst with that stuff. i seen that TikTok. That was so funny. I do
6: feel like I'm pretty blunt. Like I pretty I say it like it is. But I'm learning to kind of filter it a bit because Carson is so filtered. Like he's so he's like, he like literally cares about everybody and everybody's feelings. And so he'll be like, babe, like, that was kind of rude. I'm like, she's fine. Like, she knows what I mean. Like, and he's like, no, I think you should maybe text her just so. so over time. I think I've I've learned and also him because he's sensitive too so it's like I've had to learn be like why are you so offended by that it doesn't mean anything I'm just telling you like you stink like
5: go take a shower (laughs) oh yeah I'm I'm the same though I mean I think I guess you would describe that as like an empath or whatever but I take on everyone's feelings like I, like I said, I, I could go to a restaurant, order food. They bring me out something that's not even close to what I ordered. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> that is so carousel. For the food, even though hilarious. it's not right.
6: <laughs> like I did that a few times. Like at the beginning of our marriage, I was like, this is actually cold. Can you take it back and, and warm it up? He's like, oh my gosh, you're so embarrassing. You're so embarrassing. Oh my gosh.
5: <laughs> okay. I'm like, but- Honey, I am not going to eat this if it's cold. I do have a theory that I think every relationship needs one of each. Oh,
6: for sure. And that I'm so grateful for that. For sure, cuz I mean, he bounces me out and I bounce him out. Like, I'm like, you can't. You have to say no to this person. He doesn't know how. I don't know if that is you. But he That's gets, me. He's a really hard time with conflict. That's maybe why we get so along, Becca, you and I. Maybe just
5: yeah. polar <laughs> opposites. <laughs> I think I d- Yeah, I really. Mark, are you are you and your wife different like that?
2: Um, I do think we balance each other out. Certainly. I I definitely like um, in a lot of ways we are opposites. Yes. Like especially with the kids, you know, and I think that's normal. Mom's a little bit more um, attentive to their every need where dad's a little bit more. They'll be fine. You know, I think that's kind of a normal (laughs) thing. But I think that balance is necessary because if we were both in one way or the other, it would be chaos
5: yeah exactly. what about though like what we're talking about like if you go to a restaurant and they put you like for instance if we were going to a restaurant and they put us in a spot where it wasn't ideal or like by the bathroom i would just be like thank you so much
2: <laughs> yeah i think we it, it would. my wife would be the one to do something about it
5: okay
6: that's <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, okay
5: yeah <laughs> okay i <yeah>. want <laughs> to be you right
2: yeah
6: that is so funny you say about the kids too because I feel like Carson and I are so different too like when we parent as well like even though he's just a baby it's like I'm like did you put his socks on did you bathe him did you did you put his mittens on because he needs his mittens he's so cold. <laughs> and he's like babe he's fine like
2: he's babe fine. he's 15 he's gonna yeah. be okay <laughs>
6: or it's like he'll be he'll be like playing like i don't know like today he was on galaga he like beat the highest score oh, and, cool. like, and i'm calling him like are you what how's leo oh he's fine he's just on the floor hanging <laughs> out I'm like what like why like what i just we are just all opposite he's like yeah he's fine like, my
2: what? wife could tell you every time our children have been sick in their entire lives <laughs> where I'm oblivious, no, I, no, no recollection of any of them.
6: Yeah, I know, I know. I feel her. I feel her. I, he's just more like, which I'm so grateful for, because I feel like I'm so anxious. He's just like, he's fine. He's fine. He's okay. Mm-hmm. But he's got a mm-hmm. stuffy nose. He has something. To <sighs> we need to hurry. We need to go to the hospital. He's like, calm. You're okay. So this right. is good. It's a good balance to have
5: because
2: in you ten years from so now you're gonna be like, remember in June of 2021 when he had that stuffy nose
5: yeah (laughs) I probably do I probably but see I'm that so I'm really a pushover in a lot of situations but then I'm also the one who's like when with Phoebe I'm like did you take her out did you take her out before you pee did you give her her did you do her food the right way like so I kind of you have that innately in you too
6: like I feel like guy I mean not every guy generally but I just feel like guys in general kind of like they're okay like i feel. yeah it's fine women innately kind of have this like um nurture obviously boys are too. but i'm just saying like extra like we're just like extra
2: nurturing i don't know
6: because that's how our dads were for us
2: shake it off you'll be fine shake it off rub some dirt on it you're fine
6: exactly exactly but carson's also like really analytical and logistic like he knows every date like he'll be like oh, I remember when we did this, this, and this in June. And I'm like, I have no idea what do. That's me.
2: That's the same thing. That's, I know every I'm like you, though, day Whitney. we've done everything.
6: Yeah. See, I don't even know at all. And so he's good with that stuff. He's the type that's like, if he's in pain, he needs to know exactly where. Like, we were just joking the other day. I'm like, now, where are you hurting? In your heart? The left chamber? The vent? Like, like... <laughs> he needs to know specifically like detail on detail and we'll be telling we're that couple that like will tell stories. Right. And I'll just like give you the gist. Like, I'll just be like, Oh, it's like a hundred, it's like a hundred bucks or something. And he'll just be like, no, it's like more like, like a thousand. Like I'll be like, there's like 50. I'm like, Whatever, there's a ton of bugs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and he's just like that type that needs to be so specific. It's just <laughs> hilarious. So everyone's looking at us like,
5: oh my God. <laughs> You're just fighting about how many bugs. They're like, what's the rest of the story? <laughs> yeah,
6: I'm like, get to the point. I'm always like, get to the point. And he's like, it's so specific. It was a hot summer's day on June 19th. I'm like, oh
5: my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny i'm that way too when people are telling a story and they're giving so many details i'm like i've checked out already i don't i'm done i don't have any more like attention span for this
6: oh, it's hilarious we are very opposite in every way it's just it's so funny
5: That's i do great. i i think it works i really do believe in the age-old opposites attract because yes for sure. I was, uh, you know, my ex Robert, I feel like I, we were very similar in our personality types. And there was never, it was just, it was fine. You know, it was easy. But it just I think I needed that, like push against me with someone who's different, and like yeah. challenges who yep. I am, because they're the different the opposite of me. Yeah, you need that challenge, like, for yourself too you know what I mean for like yourself you need that challenge because those relationships even if they're not a romantic I think even friendships they help you to grow like Tanya and I could not be more different but Mm -hmm. she helps me she has trained me to understand people like her Mm -hmm. more than I ever would have if I didn't have a close friend you know, friend who was like her.
6: That is so true. And I feel like that's exactly what happened with me with Carson. I felt like I like I was just thinking about yesterday because my sister-in-law, she went to high school with me. And so all of my high school friends, I'm like, I feel like I wasn't like compassionate and like thinking of their feelings more. Like I wish I could go back with the stuff that I know now. I mean, obviously everyone wants to do that. (laughs) Yeah. But since I've had Carson, I'm like, oh my gosh, people actually think and feel the way that you do. And they actually are like hurt by the things that I say, you know what I mean? Like, and in my mind, it's like, totally fine. Like, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Like, why are you offended? You know what I mean? But now that I understand it, and I'm actually like, okay, that actually, you know, people can feel differently than I do. And that is just totally okay. But Uh I have to learn how to do that. So it is really good when you have somebody that close that can challenge you like that, because it just helps you helps you grow. And, you know, I wish I could go back to high school. And I mean, I don't,
5: but I just Were you a bully? Were you a bully in high school? Does it sound like (laughs) I'm a
6: bully? I'm not, I was not a bully. I am a nice person. Okay, everybody. I'm really nice. We're just, I feel like that could, you know, right. I mean, you know,
5: or no, I feel like maybe you don't know what that you're a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, but I know you, I see, I think of you, are you, are you the oldest child in your family?
6: Yes. And that's the other thing too. It's like, yeah, I felt like I've had to take on responsibility as well and just kind of had to act like, you know, it's fine. And I also like, I feel like with my career, I've been driven, I'm a teacher, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I've had to, you know, be strict and get people to be motivated. And, you know, like had to be really harsh sometimes. So I feel like I've had to be blunt, like my whole Mm -hmm. life, and just blunt, but motivational, you know, (laughs) try. Well,
5: I was gonna say, I mean, and you had to start doing that at 18, which that's a big role for someone to take on of like teaching someone and being strict and being like you're not doing it right and taking on that role to where they respect you yeah but still want to but still like you you know what I'm saying
6: and that's the tricky line that you have to kind of find it's like you know you want to be a leader but you want to be a good leader you have to be inspirational you have to make You have to make them feel like they're confident enough to try new things, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want them to be frightened or scared to try new things and to get out of their comfort zones. You have to make them feel safe. You have to, you know, encourage them, but make sure that they're doing it right. So it's like when I was 18, it was like, oh, like, you suck you need to be better kind of a thing mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know how to motivate somebody like with
5: correcting them exactly so mm-hmm. so
6: that was a big learning process and I feel like I genuinely grew up on the show like it it taught me that how to be a good teacher and you know obviously I'm not the best but I feel like I have learned a lot in the process of, you know, motivating somebody and keeping them close enough, right? Because you have to also build that bond on the show as well. Right, yeah. That connection, you have to, you know, be their friend, but you have to be their coach as well. So
5: it's kind of a fine line, but yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Well, we were having, I was having a conversation the other day and uh, we were talking about how, so this is kind of an example of something that she was getting uh, like a something, a wax or something like intimate, you know, yeah. where it's just kind of already uncomfortable. And the person started asking her questions about her personal life. And she was just like, or like her work or something. And she was like, you know, I just, I don't really want to talk about this right now. And I was like, oh, you said that? And she was like, yeah, because like, I, I just, I didn't, I've been talking about my work. I didn't want to talk about my work anymore. And. And I was, and she goes, but isn't it, and it's so scary because you don't want someone to get the impression that you're a B word, but you like, why is it that having boundaries equals being a B word? You know, like having boundaries for yourself and being able to say like, hey, I don't really want to talk about that while you're down there. You know, it's like. That's interesting. See, I'm blunt, but I don't think I could
6: ever do that. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Yeah, that is weird. Okay, I feel like I would just be like, Uh, Yeah, like, I feel like I would just give like one word answers. Like, it's more work, like, it's more work slash like, I, this is the thing is, I don't actually like confrontation until unless I feel super passionate about it. And like, I don't Uh know if I would care that much to say something in that scenario. If I definitely feel it, like, I will definitely express myself bluntly but I'll also try like I don't know like in that situation I don't think I'd be able to do it I think I would just give like one word answers and be like yep
5: (laughs) just get the hit
6: just get get going on that and be (laughs) finished
5: (laughs) yeah it It depends on the situation you know yeah well I I'm not like that in any situation so I really admire being able to like have boundaries. I'm learning. I'm trying, you know, I'm going to therapy. I'm trying to learn boundaries for myself. But it's when your whole life, I mean, I'm 32. And my whole life has been making sure people are pleased with me and like happy with me and that I'm not hurting anyone's feelings. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to still do that while also protecting myself. Yes, it's hard. It's so hard. Oh, my
6: gosh. I don't even I mean, maybe I need to go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Therapy's great for everybody Therapy honestly is great for everyone I mean I just don't I just don't have the time but I need to make time <laughs> because it's good for me to learn these things I wish I'd done it earlier honestly yeah same yeah. honestly yeah but better late than never better late than never exactly I know boundaries are are hard like I'm curious if you okay so this happened to me so I got this is dumb thing, but okay. My ring, right? My wedding ring. Uh Um a diamond fell out of the ring. And it's like Mm -hmm. it's like super sentimental to me. Like I like I like cherish this ring, right? Mm -hmm. And so I like kind of like storm in there and I'm like, hey, like Mm -hmm. my husband got me this ring. It's brand it's this year. We just got it this year. And this ring just fell out. Like this diamond just fell out. Like this should not be happening basically I was like, you need to replace it. Like, Mm -hmm. and why is this happening? Mm -hmm. And my husband was so mortified. He was like, why did you have to go in there? Like that guns blazing like that was so embarrassing for me. And it was his cousin. So he was on top of it. He's like, Oh my gosh. And then, and then we walk out and we drop off the ring and his cousin was like, Oh, I can see who wears the pants in the relationship so he was so embarrassed like would you ever like if something like sentimental to you like that like would you go in there and be super annoyed or would you just be like 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 it's expensive it's super expensive oh, and yeah. you just got it and you just got it and the it's like the diamonds out
5: i well so i wish i could go in just being like this is what happened and this is what I need done. Like y'all need to replace it because this should not be happening. But instead I would be doing that internally. And then on the outside be like, so, um, yeah, I got this ring and I, I don't really know like how it happened. I don't know if I, you know, bumped it or what, but I noticed that a diamond was, it would just be the most like, I would never get anything productive out. It'd be so passive, but that's (laughs) what I'm saying. I'm working on because that shouldn't be I mean sure like everyone has like different delivery you know like but what you said was not wrong like it shouldn't be happening yeah. this is a very expensive ring and it's a diamond and it should not just I should not be losing one this soon into having it yeah yeah but yeah i but, mean like i said i'm those are the things i'm working on being able to just like stand up for myself and of course i'll i'll always have the personality where i go in and i'm initially overly nice about it and take it take it on as if it's my fault but yeah you know being able to say what you want is a gift (laughs) it is but then it's
6: also not like you like there's both sides of the spectrum right like it's like you want to stick up for yourself but you don't want to do it in a way that comes off like bratty or Mm -hmm. um, hurt somebody's feelings and then you also don't want to be like too shy to say anything that you just get walked all over. So it's like there's the spectrum, right? That I feel like everyone is kind of like in between or ex- extremities. And you just have to kind of find like the right balance. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not going to therapy, is that right?
5: <laughs> I no, I think so. And I think I think being with a partner who also is like the opposite can it I helps know. to learn from each other because he could learn to be like oh I can be assertive and it not be rude and you can be like I can be assertive and also gentle yeah you know what I'm saying yeah which is so awesome so I'm so grateful (laughs) he's just he's so funny that guy well I love you both I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy you came on and hosted the podcast with me it was so fun I can't I was like looking I can't believe it's already been an hour (laughs) or over an hour oh my gosh has it that's yeah. crazy. Well, I'm <laughs> glad that I got to talk to you and hang out with you for a minute. I love you so much. Thank you for being on today. Yeah.